We are back for another Codex Cantina episode, which is just two guys talking literature, trying to make sense of it. Now, we spend a lot of time pushing ourselves, trying to understand this literature, organizing it, and then bringing it to a conversational approach for how we deliver it. And we've absolutely put more money in it than we've gotten out of it. So if you guys are considering supporting this channel, we'd appreciate you checking out our Patreon link at patreon.com slash the Codex Cantina, as well as Ko-Fi of ko-fi.com slash the Codex Cantina. It all helps us in running the show, along with commercials, guys. So thank you so much. We're going to do a quick commercial break, and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode. I'm the king around here. How many bingo jokes can we cram in this video? Published in 1944, King of the Bingo Gang by Ralph Ellison, coming up today. Were they really playing bingo? Because I thought roulette was the one with the double zeros. I was very confused. Yeah, it kind of, I don't know how bingo was played back in the day, but I know movie theaters were much different, so you kind of got to see that there's a lot more things happening in the movie theater. We just get trailers these days. B9. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was very confused. I was like, I been to bingo halls i don't remember double zero on my card <laughs> i'm just the free space guy <laughs> yeah all right so we start out at a movie theater with this one and i would say it took me a while to kind of get my bearings as to kind of what was happening in the story i don't know it was um i don't want to say it was surreal but the writing was very fluid the way it would jump into the main character's mind and then we come back to like you know more typical narration uh, it was definitely an interesting read for that pers from that perspective. I was also thinking, are we jumping into the movie that he's watching too? Because sometimes I felt like that when he's staring back, looking at the the camera and the projector and the dust, and then he starts talking about like the movie and the people around him. I, the, the the story was kind of all over the place. So I, I definitely agree with you that it was a little bit of a, a, I definitely agree with you that it was difficult to kind of wrap my head around where the story was at any given moment. And towards the end, it gets a little bit more structured though. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. So the main character is starting out, if you didn't know, watching a movie because it <laughs> got a little confusing there. But he's already seen this movie three times, right? And he's going on these things about lamenting how he wished he had a job, but he can't get that because he doesn't have a birth certificate. His wife's dying and he can't afford like the medical bills and such for her to be taken care of. And he recalls how much more giving people in the South were than his current location, the North. It's like, you get, you get a lot of stuff chucked at you at once. And the beginning of the story, he talks about the movie itself, which it sounds like there's something really bad going on in the movie. Ooh, oh, I, and, and he's jealous of the movie characters. So much thrown at you once. So he thinks about how the movie projector is fixed and how it perfectly hits the screen. And then he falls asleep. And then all of a sudden we're in a dream with this train chasing him and the white people are laughing. It's it's it, it's a lot to happen in the beginning, I, for sure. And he soon wakes up and the bingo game starts. And you're like, bingo game? What? Like, you have to remember, like, <laughs> movie theaters had a lot more stuff going on back in the day. So so let's remind that. But for someone that doesn't isn't familiar with that, like, it's it's a, a lot of stuff happening, right? And I think that kind of adds to, to me, this is how I took it, this main character is a character that just kind of gets lost in fantasies. You know what I mean? Like, he's very quick to imagine himself in this movie that he's seen multiple times. He falls asleep and has this dream right after seeing the projection. Like, it, it's it's this character is almost like longing for something different than the life that he has. It's almost like he 
isn't quite in love with with his current life, if that makes sense. I, at this point, I thought, is he at the circus? What is going on here? And then I thought, maybe it's all a fantasy. Maybe he is imagining all of it. Uh, he's not at the movie theater even, or if he is at the movie, maybe he's, you know, falling asleep during the movie since he's seen it so many times and this is all just in his head. Well, we have that quote. It was strange how the beam always landed right on the screen and didn't mess up and fall somewhere else, but they had it all fixed. Everything was fixed. And I started to get this feeling of fatalism or rigged things in the games where even if you're playing the game by the rules, you're always going to lose, right? Like kind of like the uh, scam artists like in New York. So when this bingo game starts, I'm like, okay, he's going to get scammed or something's going to happen because it's just starting to talk about how the future is rigged, about how the game's rigged and that sort of thing. And even if you look at like that dream, like I'm trying to tie all this together, like in the movie, there's like a trap door, right? So something that could trick you. In the dream, he was going like the railroad is on this railway. So it's like a fixed future with, you know, this train of white people coming after him, like almost kind of like a racial commentary that I'm starting to like kind of like say like, OK, are we supposed to be looking at this of of things are fixed? And sometimes in life, you just can't escape the path that you're on. Yeah, the, the, the fixed thing and going back to what's happening in the movie, there's kind of this an assault on a, a lady and she has no control. And the main character, he's fixed in place. His life, he has no control. It's on this one-way track, kind of like the train where he, he has no power to change his own destiny. I think that kind of is, is what's going on here, that everything is fixed in place and he's looking for something better in his life. I like that word that you use there, control. I think that's I think that's a better word to choose than like fixed or rigged. Control is interesting because that that is true in both situations. And there's even that quote where they say, "Didn't they know that although he controlled the wheel, it also controlled him? And unless he pressed the button forever and forever and ever, it would stop, leaving him high and dry." So I, I think that's a, probably a better way of looking at that. Because what happens to our our narrator, he doesn't even have a name, <laughs> interestingly enough. Like, he's so lost in fantasies, he can't even bother to tell us what his name is. <laughs> you know, he's thinking about leaving this movie theater. And to your point of control, the guy's just like, oh, come back here, sir. Where are you going? Tell us your story. So he doesn't even have control to leave the story. He doesn't have control to finish his own fantasies. Like, it's all being kind of taken away from him, to your point. And what what's the deal with the button, right? There, there's a button now in bingo. I'm so confused. So confused. Well, okay. So, so what happens is, is he plays the bingo game. And first of all, he plays like five cards, right? He's like, oh, this will help me win. You know, even though you're not supposed to, it seemed like he was kind of like hiding that from the guy. And um, once you won bingo, you didn't actually win the cash prize. If that wasn't clear, you had to then go to this wheel and spin it. And only upon, well, I don't know if you spun it or you hit this button. I also wasn't 100% clear, but that's like the secondary game. And you had to win that in order to actually win the cash prize. So it's almost okay, like that was not clear. Okay. That makes a lot more sense now. Like he won the bingo and now he gets the opportunity to win the money. Kind of like the final yeah. thing in Wheel of Fortune or something. Okay. Got right, it. Right, right. Win bingo gives you a chance to spin the wheel. Almost kind of like the price is right. I think literally like price of right was just like that too. And yeah, something about yeah. like this, this button is what made the wheel spin or something like that. That's what made it stop. I wasn't a hundred percent clear on that, but the idea was as long as he held this button, that wheel just kept spinning. And, and I think you actually nailed it on the head with control because why does he keep hitting that button? 
It's the only thing that he can control in his life. It's the only thing that kept the dang thing spinning, which means it's the only thing he can control in his life. Because as soon as he let go, even though it's a chance to save his wife with the money to pay for her medical bills and stuff, it's a chance. It's not guaranteed. He's got to hit those double zeros in order to win. I think that was very important that those numbers were chosen because in mathematics, and, and maybe not, but I looked it up, and in mathematics, double zeros a lot of times indicates a loop or something that's circular. And I think that I interpret it as he's stuck in this loop, this cycle of life, and this is happening to everybody. And maybe we get a little bit into kind of the the race relations that, you know, the people of the South are stuck in these, you know, perpetual negative situations. And a lot of people saw their opportunity of going up north and having a better opportunity. And that didn't happen. And in the story, he says, you know, stay down in the South where, you know, people are going to be treated better. And if you, you wanted a drink, you just asked for a drink and they would share it with you because we're all kind of family down here in the South. Don't go up to the North because they're a little bit meaner to you. And that idea that while it may suck to be in the South, at least you're with family. Mm, I can see that. Now, the the flip side of that is how does he depict the North, right? Because as he's holding that button, as he's trying to maintain control, everybody's trying to pull him off of it, right? The crowd starts cajoling him, calling him names, like verbally abusing him. And then he gets physically abused by people. And I think the cops even come and he's struck with a police baton, I assume by a police officer, doesn't say um, and close curtain, right? And curtains are very symbolic of the end of death, even sometimes, like particularly when you think about a show. So if we think even to our earlier point about this all being a fantasy to this narrator, the curtains at the end, right? Like that's the finale for his life, the end of his fantasy and how he's going to be thrust back into what? Is it death? Is it prison? We don't really know, but we think it's the end for us from like a, an experience, a fantasy perspective. Kind of bummed me out. I was like, wait a minute, come on, give him the money. But you know, there wasn't going to be a happy ending here because I think that this was giving people the idea that unless you make change yourself, change is not going to happen by just fantasizing about it. You have to go out and do something. Well, even do you have the ability to, right? Because you brought up some of the the racial and even class divide sort of questions because you have that exchange where they say, anybody can play this bingo game, right? He said, sure, but he smiled, feeling inclined to be patient with this slick looking white man with his blue shirt and his sharp garbadine suit. That's what I thought, he said. Anybody can win the jackpot. And I think it's at this point that when... um they kind of start talking that the, the guy starts winking at his friend, like kind of implying like, Hey, this, this guy's not going to win. We're not going to let this guy win here. Showing that like in terms of control, even if he tries to take life and make it better to your point, he doesn't have the social currency, right? As, as a African American in the North, there, there weren't as many in that point in time that they're still outnumbered. They still don't have the social currency to fight for rights that they're, the game's rigged for them. It's denied to them in a sense is kind of how I took the story. I think the key word there in the quote that you gave is that it's, it's white man and it's distinguishing between the two characters of why can't you win is because you're the wrong color. So one last question, why choose the name King of Bingo? I, I still don't know why the, the double zero in the roulette wheel, I feel like in the button is in Bingo. 
I don't know. Um, King of Bingo Game. Life is a game. Life of chance. You're the, 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 the king of opportunities. You think this is another place where he might be the only place that he can have control is his fantasies because he doesn't have any control with his real life. So he literally, we never get his name, right? We get, we get that he's proclaiming himself the king of bingo, but he doesn't even tell us what his name is. Is this another one of those things where he's living up his best life in his fantasies because he can't control his real life because the game's rigged against him? I'm going to call him Jon Snow and he's the king of the north. <laughs> I don't know. Ellison got me. This is this is a uh, a very, I don't know, uh, wacky story. It 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 it, uh, it it it's a tough one to digest, that's for sure. I think the Ellison stories that we've read have been some of the more challenging. Like I never felt totally comfortable in the story and I wasn't really sure what it was. I don't know if it's just the Ellison stories that we're picking. Do we need to stick with his novels? Let us know what you guys think in the comments down below. Of like, if you have a particular one, like, oh, you should definitely check out this one by Ellison, obviously Invisible Man. Uh, let us know in the comments down below. Thank you guys for joining us on our talk for the King of Bingo. Even though we didn't get to play any, we'll leave a playlist down below for our other Ellison videos. We post videos every Monday and Thursday, and sometimes a bonus video on Tuesday. Crypto out. Peace out.